1: Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am and Joining me, just like the last show, is Giannis Cheneas. This is our initial reaction show, our full-time show of Fulham's 4-1 victory against Birmingham City. Giannis and I both predicted 1-1. Boy, were we wrong, and I think we're both happy that we're wrong. Giannis, I'm going to go to you first. And if you're watching live, feel free to share who you think was man of the match. I'm coming out strong and saying it's Tosin. Okay, I think Tosin was huge in this match, but I'm curious who Giannis thinks is a match. We'll get to that in a little bit. So feel free to share that during the show. Giannis, opening thoughts on this 4-1 victory. I will give Birmingham City credit in the first half. I thought they were more than decent. I thought Fulham were fortunate to be up 2-0. But you know what? They took their goals, took their opportunities, and were up 2-0. Second half was all Fulham. Yeah,
2: I agree with Steve Leggett. He said Aita is the man of the match. I, I, if Steve says it is and it is. I'll tell you what. I had a go at uh, Marco, right, uh, because of the shambles of Blackpool. Yeah. And you look at what happened last night. Blackpool lost 3-0 at home to Huddersfield. And we, you and I discussed the importance of making the changes, and he did it today. He bought Joe Bryan and he arrested Robbo. Yeah. Um, Harry Wilson was deemed fit enough to come in, so he came with vibes. The so Cavalier was benched. Uh, Keeney has made way... And then you had Nathaniel Shaloba making making his debut, and all of a sudden, you see a team that obviously had a lot more energy and a lot more bounce. And then, and I think the thing that make makes me the happiest is the fact that my old mate, my old mucker, Denny Odoi, scored. I mean, it was it, what, what a game you got! You got Harry Wilson sets up Odoi for the first goal. That's right. You got, of course, Chaloba gets the penalty for Mitro. Then uh, Harry, Harry gets one set up by Chaloba. And then, of course, Mitro gets the fourth. And um, a lot more balance. And, and you're absolutely right about Birmingham City. They've had a super run. They had only conceded three goals all season. They are a good side, very good coach. But um, it just goes to show um, the players do have pride. And, and they're obviously a little embarrassed by what happened up at Bloomfield Road. And they wanted to put it right. And tonight they certainly m- made a statement with the win
1: absolutely honest and we certainly are going to go through all the goals and like i said if you're watching live please feel free on sharing your man of the match this is going to be a quick show we will have a post-match show on friday and also be previewing the ready match we'll call it another combo show i actually like the fact the of calling a combo combo show, right <laughs> yep. but i'm glad that you and i could come on tonight with a bounce back four to one victory Against Birmingham City. So, like I said, if you're watching live, feel free to share who was your man of the match, my friend. Let's start off from the beginning. Before we do anything else, let's talk about the starting eleven. You talked a little bit about it, so you had this reaction already. You're very happy with some of the changes he made.
2: Had to be done. I mean, the first one, we, we, I mean, we've beaten it to death. We talked about the American connection and poor Tim Ream and and and, uh, and Anthony Robinson. Now Reams kept his spot, but he's brought Joe Bryan in. Very, very good move. And actually, I'm going to stick my neck out and say Joe Bryan should start on Saturday as well. I really do think that, and not the big. I think, you know, I don't think there's much between he and Robinson. But I think it's about finding finding the right balance. And I yep. think it's it's I think it's it's a good it's a good thing to do. Um, the midfield, obviously, Harrison Breed came in. Always going to be a good decision to make. Um, Chiloba gets his debut. Chiloba is as a good player. We know that yep. Josh Onoma didn't make the squad. Nope, um, but that might that may not be because of his performance on Saturday. He might have been. I think it's injury related. Yeah, okay, and that's so obviously I think a thing of mark for concern. But Harry Wilson came back in, and then um, up front, Caballero, thank God, is is on the bench, and then uh, you know Harry Wilson comes in, and you got Mitra and, and Bobby, Bobby up front, and as Benjamin Bloom would say, the cheat code known as Alex Mitrovic scores two more, and. Um, you know, it's 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 a very good statement win, and I think, you know, when you sort of sort of result that we had up at Blackpool, um, the players would probably tell you they need to play as quickly as possible after a game like that. They need to get back on the horse, and um, that is one of the beauties of, of the championship is that you get so many games in a week. So it was a good opportunity for us to rebound and and we go back on top. A goal difference is plus twelve. And uh, for the weekend, hopefully, we'll have um, we'll Carvalho Cove- back. And then uh, Marco Silva has some headaches t- to think about um, because he got the game on, on Saturday. And then I think uh, next week, we've got uh, Leeds coming into town for the League Cup, which is these are good decisions in terms of um, betting players in. So overall, very pleased with the lineup and... Um, Good to see uh, Alfie. Alfie get some time. That's right, as well, even only for twelve minutes. So that was
1: good. That's right. Okay, great stuff there, my friend. All right, let's get to it and um, let's start from the beginning because uh, Fulham started off fairly strong. Let's talk about the ninth minute shot by Wilson, set up by Surrey. I thought sorry was active. You already talked about Chalba. Yeah. he was very active as well. But then we have to go and let's talk about you know, and it, we were hoping to have Craig Coleman on because Craig. Does great when he says Denny Edwah. <laughs> Craig is actually at the match. We're trying to see if we could get him to connect, but I'm hoping we can have Craig join us for the post match show and go into more detail. But let's talk about the goal from Denny Edwah. You know, it <laughs> reminiscent of the uh, playoff goal. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to mention this. Did you see the pick? I'm going to call it a basketball pick that set up Denny Adwa. Did you see yeah, that?
2: Yeah, I did and and, and Birmingham weren't happy with Chalobah <sighs> because they thought they thought that's that could have been, that could have been cool, but you don't have VAR anyway. And and that's Denny's first goal in 3 years since the playoff semi-final against Derby County, but I tweeted so, as soon as he scored, you know, will all the the you know the Adwoa haters just shut up. I mean right now this is the situation we've got. We've got Kenny Tete is injured. Uh, Stephen Cessignon is obviously not in the recording and Cyrus Christie's part of the 25, but Silva doesn't fancy him. So really, right now, Fulham fans, whether you like it or not, Danny O'Dwyer is our starting right back. He's and and obviously there's enough confidence in him, right. To, and and this nonsense that was coming out about oh no, I was hearing people, he's shit. Yeah, like he's the re- like he's the reason we lost a black ball on Saturday. Don't be don't be don't be dirty hippies. Sort this out. The point is this. O'Dwyer is, is been with this club for five years. He's never he's he's his effort has never let us down. He's made mistakes. I Understand that, but I'm absolutely delighted for him. And you know what? Um, it'll it'll be it'll do him good. Uh, he's one of the more popular members of the Fulham team. Yeah. And uh, it was a fantastic cross by by, by Wilson. Uh, things we didn't see last year. I mean, if you remember in the Premier League, we we had this ineptitude in terms of beating the first man from the corner kick, and um, Birmingham looked in shock, actually. They probably really fancied this thought, I, I, we, we can take this lot. They've just gone to Blackpool. And lo and behold, this is a crazy division, and that is why. Uh, I'd be curious to see what Lee Bowyer has to say after the game in terms of his <laughs> post-match comments, because they are a good side. You don't become a bad side by losing 4-1 at home, same way as we don't become a bad side by losing the Blackpool. But he'll be very disappointed with this result, because he, had, he, kept, he kept the same lineup as he did against Derby and up front you know you had hogan and and Chong and yurkovich uh, but the, it just didn't seem to it didn't you know Deeney came on almost yeah. scored Deeney got a penalty did score but the, you could see at the back i said before the game in the pregame we could have some fun with their with their back three it, it wasn't wasn't great even though they had not conceded many goals A were more dangerous
1: every offense. time they had the ball Giannis. would you agree yeah with we that?
2: were yeah we were yeah, we were. And, and and going back to the Blackpool game, the reason we've beaten them is if we figured out that playing through the zones quickly um, and moving the ball much quicker would have made a mark. And we didn't have that speed of thought and speed of passing. And that's why Blackpool were able to have fun. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how ninety-six hours makes a difference. They're licking their chops now, going, "Oh, well, we just lost to Huddersfield for crying out loud!" But <laughs> we've got we've gone to St Andrews or whatever the stadium's called now. Whatever it's and, called, yeah. And it's a tough place to play, Birmingham. And you, yeah, and, and, and we've given them a right, raw bashing. So um, you know, there's going to be lots of ups and downs, but uh,
1: certainly a good rebound win. Okay, excellent, there, my friend. And uh, listen, it's a solid win. Like I said, I thought Birmingham City played fairly well in the first half, Giannis. But let's talk about the second goal, the penalty, because good teams win when they're not at their best. The performance was okay, and and I've seen some comments on it wasn't the greatest performance, but it's what you do when you have your opportunities. And Mitro scores on a penalty. But I want to talk about what led up to this because Chalaba made this all happen, okay? Chalaba gets in the box, gets fouled in the box, and Mitro scores. And I thought it was a good debut for him, for Fulham. I'm curious your thoughts on Chalaba, and also, then we'll talk about the goal for Mitro, because I think there's been a little bit of a book on Mitro shooting to the right on penalties. Well, he went to the left, and it just was just too difficult. The goalkeeper guessed right, but he scores anyway. So let's just talk about what set up the penalty and then Mitro scoring. Well, Watford
2: fans were were disappointed that Chelova left the club. And there was, you know, there was, I don't know whether it was contract haggling or what have you, because it was a starter for Watford. I mean, I've heard good things about him. You don't become a bad player overnight. But I think we just, I think we robbed them blind because the one thing about Chalova is is, is mobility. and, And that's where you look at the center of the park. And now, you even, you know, unless we mention Anguissa, one of the things about Anguissa is he wasn't exactly blessed with the greatest of speed. Now we've got players that can make those runs from deep and cause trouble. And Birmingham weren't able to pick that up at all. Not at um, all. Any- and, and going back to, you know, the Blackpool thing, you know, it's like Mitra missing the penalty against Stoke. Um, what better way than to just get back on the horse and, and just... Exactly. And he's done that. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's yet again, he's gone out and he's scored a couple of goals. Um, but that penalty was an absolute killer because of the timing. It was just before half so time. Going to, perfect it Perfect. Two nothing up. Lee is probably throwing chairs around <laughs> and because he's looking, remember, he's looking at the same lineup that played against Derby County on Friday night. They've had a day extra. And he's probably got, you know, with this lineup, I think we should give Fulham a really tough time. Especially in you know in the middle of the park, and they just didn't do it. And then, um, and then the second half it was more of the same. And I think yep. we, we stepped up, up stepped up. big You see the re, you see how we've missed Harry Wilson.
1: Um, I was just about to bring that up, Giannis. Listen, yeah. you and I talked about this on our combo show. You were concerned about his health, and I'm there with you. I'm completely there with you. But he was cleared to play. So let's just focus we should just focus right now on the fact of how much we actually missed Harry Wilson. I thought it was very evident in this match, my friend. Again, he scores, but it's also what he does when he doesn't score. It's, it's his entire game. It's what he does to the other side. They fear him. They know when he gets the ball at his feet, he's a threat. So I think he affects the game so much. I think Fulham really missed Harry Wilson against Blackpool and you saw the effect against Birmingham City on us. So let's talk about Harry Wilson.
2: He's got a lot of the Steve Malbronk about him. Um he's he he's uh he gets in the ball and so you can see that defenders start to shirk and you're not really sure what he's gonna do. And it's that level of uncertainty. And he's a, and what I do like about him is he's direct. Um and that's even worse. I mean it's it's you know it forces quicker decisions from defenders and it asks more questions to defenders. And, then, and you're not just uh, trying to track this kid, but you've got to track the runners and, and uh, from deep. And you've got to, you know, if you don't read that situation, you've got a problem. And Wilson right. had them in sixes and sevens. Oh. And I think one of the things that helps Wilson is he's, I mean, lest I say this, but the lad is playing. I mean, the lad is playing games. You're not going to improve as a player unless you play. And um, Wilson, I mean, we welcome Wilson back because yep. if he'll score goals but it will create chances and, it'll ma- and it makes it very, very difficult for opposition defenders. It's a, it, it really was, Saturday really was a hiccup because if you look at the three games we've played away from home, the three wins, Huddersfield, Millwall, now Birmingham, we played very, very well in all three of those games. Blackpool was a hiccup. Blackpool was a hiccup where we had players um, missing and then we had extenuating circumstances. Yep. And we just didn't adjust. We didn't quite have the right lineup. Wrong decisions were made and from time to time that can happen. Right. But what we saw tonight was more like what we can do. And it's going to be the away games that are going to really um, be critical this year because I think And I think it'll separate
1: home. us, Giannis. You know. Yes, I think it will. That to me will. is the difference, you know, when you look at two seasons ago with Scott Parker. We would get these nail-biter 1-0, 2-1 victories on the road. That would happen. And that's a good thing. We are scoring multiple goals on the road and beating teams handily with a line. We're talking, you know, and again, it might not look that way with a performance sometimes like this one, but it's the score line, And I think that to me can separate Fulham. If they continue to beat teams like this by multiple goals, and this is a team that is going to be around the playoffs. Stoke is going to be around the playoffs. And look at what we've done to both of them. I agree with you. Blackpool was a hiccup. We move on. But before we move on from talking about Harry Wilson, I want to get your thoughts on his goal because I've seen the replay of this. I watched it live. Watch how he just throws off the goalkeeper of his game, just takes advantage of the goalkeeper. I mean, that to me is just a goal scorer, So Let's talk about that.
2: Well, Cardiff City loved him. Um, the Liverpool fans loved him. Um, they understood that um, – the nature of the beast that's Liverpool squad, he's not going to get a lot of time, you know, and, um, you know, if you look at someone like Chong at Birmingham, B- Birmingham he, he, he didn't play particularly well tonight. Nope. Now, these are players that, should, that are of very good quality, but, but if somebody comes in and says, okay, we want this player and they give you a good enough bid, you know, it's almost incumbent of you not to turn down the chance because, you, because you've because you also got to think of the welfare of the player. You, you don't want to lose them, but it gives them an opportunity to play and you make a bit of money. And this is, um, you know, this is sort of, uh, in a way, what happened with St- Stephen Johansson. Right. He wasn't playing for us. You give him an opportunity to play somewhere else. He flourishes. And even though QPR are, you know, local rivals, it would be pretty piss poor if we... Tell him and go. We're not going to sell to you. When he wants to go there, he's grateful that he's gone there. He gets playing time. It's like you love him, you set him free, kind of thing. And yeah. and the shackles are off Wilson now. He knows he's starting every game, but he's not a lone player. So now he belongs to a club. He's a, a Welsh international player as well, and he's only going to get better with better players and better. Um, I'm not saying better coaching because he had he had Klopp. At Liverpool, but and better players, but it's the opportunity to play with those better players. Someone like Chong at Birmingham City is a good player, but but I mean, how does he break into the Man United uh, setup? I mean, that and that's the that's the thing. The quality of Wilson with that goal was uh, for everybody to see, and and very few Liverpool fans, um, very few Liverpool fans had a bad thing to say about Wilson when he left, and that's usually a mark. Uh, same with the Chaloba as well. Right. Um, it's like that's the mark of a player that's you know really liked by the team, and um, there's no hard feelings about them leaving. I noticed the same know. thing when Troy Deeney left Watford. You know right. he, he wanted to go. He wanted to go home. He you know he's, he's back home now. And um, but that was a quality goal, and he's going to score more goals like that. And he's going to um, he's going to create more goals as well. So it's great. It's great to watch. And um, oh, absolutely. Providing he can keep his melon healthy. Yeah. Um, but it's huge to have him back in the lineup for sure.
1: Absolutely, Yanis. And uh, I do want to mention this. I've already shown this uh, message from Stefan. And I agree with him because, again, this was a pass from Chalaba. We're talking about Chalaba. Seri yeah. had some fantastic passes as well. But this was a class pass. We Again, yes. we talk about losing Ngisa. But when you have someone that can do the job that Chalaba did here, Again, we've gone from strength to strength. We've lost a player, but it's only one match with us. But I could see his value with Fulham already, Chalaba.
2: Yeah, and part of my um, – going back to Engie, So this is one of the reasons I'm going to – I'm sorry that we let Steph Joe go, but I'm glad we left, let him go. He needed to play, and he deserved to play, and he's playing well for QPR and nothing but respect. He's going to go back to the cottage. He's going to get yep. an absolutely roaring. Rip roaring reception from both sets of fans. Um, but I think I've just had a Goldman. I had a, I, I a complaint, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, 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 had, a, I had a blank bit. But with Angie but the thing was, Steph Joe wanted to play, and he never yep. intimated, you know, whether it was him or Kevin McDonald who was sick. Yep, none of this. Well, I don't really want to play. And Angisa was, you know, at least Seri turned the chef around, Angisa, Angisa didn't, and um. I don't agree with this level, the level of arrogance to say, well, I can't play in the second tier. Case in point: three years ago, lest we forget, our friend Mr. Odoi got a a red card in the in the playoff final against Villa, and who did he do the challenge on? Jack Grealish. Well, Jack Grealish was playing in the in the second tier. That's right. We know what's happened to Grealish, right? Yes. It's it's not a disgrace to play at that level. It absolutely is not. Right, and, and, and that's why I didn't I didn't particularly care for Anguista's attitude of... Well, I agree with all you. that. Yeah. If you you I, know what? You're not better than... You're not better than... Nobody's better than the club. Nobody's no. bigger than the club, and he's gone. Good riddance, but we've picked up players who want to be here. Exactly. And
1: that's good. Exactly, and like I said, Nathaniel Chalba makes an impact, so I, I'm yes, glad that Stefan brought that up. I was going to say that during the show, and, and maybe there are people that believe... He is man of the match. We'll get to man of the match in just a few minutes there, my friend. But let's talk about Mitro scoring again. Because, again, this pretty much put the match away. Fulham are up 3-0. And then Mitro scores, if I'm looking correctly, probably have the minute written down somewhere. Of course, I can't find it now. There's a goalman for you. But Mitro scores again to make it 4-0.
2: And your
1: thoughts on Mitro's second goal?
2: Well, was a nice finish and sarri who
1: sarri yeah sarri looked like he had
2: a lot more energy nice
1: pass from Surrey.
2: yeah but again remember sarri was playing overseas in the, in the world cup qualifying and i'm just hoping that the coach silver looks at this and says okay we know about you know he did say something in the pre-game um about you know doing what other coaches do and monitoring the players that go away for international break, I respect that. You've got to do that. That's your job. But the monitoring isn't just watching them playing and watching the performances. And it's also about managing the energies. Sure. And I, I, regular Joes like you and I get on a plane and we travel somewhere. We're going to get some element of jet lag. I'm sorry. It is the way it is because it's airline travel. Um, I know these are, you know, these are stallions of humans in terms of, way they're made up in their fitness and the, the build and what have you. But in terms of um, th- things like jet lag, that's still head related. And um, changes of time zones can be a problem. Now, he would have had to come from Central Africa to go north. So it's seven, eight hour fly. That's still the equivalent of going, you know, flying from London to New York. right? And you've got return trips and that would have been difficult. And he look, he'd look leggy on Saturday. Tonight he had more energy and more buzz. I think it really helped having um, Harrison Reed because Harrison Reed is like a he's um he's like a flower pot man, Bill and Ben. he's all over the all over the place and he gives you everything he's got. And I'm pleased that Coach Silver brought him in because um I think that um, he's recognizing the ability there and I'm glad he took him off early as well because I think he's probably thinking give him twenty five minutes of rest. He's looking ahead to the weekend, and that's good because we need Harrison Reed. is such a um, he's such a cog in that midfield because he's um, uh, I think of a player. He's not like him because there was a player for Chelsea in the seventies, Ron Harris, Chopper Harris. Yep. He's not not quite like that because Ron Chopper Harris was a, was, was an animal, but he is a pest. I mean, he's, he's he covers every blade of grass. He's very good at closing space down. He can actually pass the ball. And he's, he's very determined. I think Southampton let him in go, letting him go was a bit of a silly one, to be honest. And he's got to be part of our lineup. And, and his inclusion tonight, I think, really helps Sarri. Um, and Onoma, you know, if I sort of thought he looked a little leggy on Saturday anyway, if he had a knock, fine. Yep. Onoma's going to serve his purpose. He's going to be part of this squad, and he'll play a pivotal role. There are role, a lot of role. pieces
1: to the puzzle, Giannis. There For sure. You know, it's funny because Marco Silva does have – a lot of pieces he can mix a match. And I think we saw that. And it's it's funny because uh, we're going to wrap this up soon. And I just want to mention this because we will talk about this in our post-match show. I don't want to focus too much about the penalty for Birmingham City that they score on to make a 4-1. to one. We'll, we'll go into more detail mm-hmm. when we do our post-match show. So Fulham and the match 4-1, to one and uh, it's a great result for Fulham. But coming up next, we're going to talk about Man of the Match. Please feel free to share who was your Man of the Match. Okay, Giannis, we have a lot of people watching us live. Hopefully, we'll get a lot of comments on Man of the Match because I've already said, for me, it's Tosin. For me, it's definitely Tosin. But before we do that, I want to share this because I saw this. And I'm a part of this, too. This is from Alf Russell. All you slagging the manager off make me laugh. It was one game. Now we eat humble pie. So, <laughs> Giannis, you're shaking your head.
2: No, no, I understand where Alf is going with that. But, 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 but my, I, I wasn't, I, I've been really supportive of Silver from the start. And I really like him. I think he's done great things to the squad. And you could tell, you know, the style of play is more direct. You tell that we're playing quicker. There's a lot yeah. more confidence. And you can see improvements, But that my, my big issue with, Coach silver is, is the way he handled the players returning from the international break and you were being more specific yeah were. and and there was a lot of players that did a lot of travel that would had a lot of difficult games and they came back leggy and it was a really good opportunity to make to freshen up the team to rotate the squad and what you know should have been a three pointer and he didn't do it and i and I, I, I won't back down on that because to me. If you if you talk about having the one of the strongest squads in the division, you have to utilize them. Now tonight you saw this bore fruit. You bring in Joe Bryan, you bring in Harrison Reed, you bring in Chaloba. Wilson yeah. comes back, and, and all of a sudden you see that energy. I'm not dumping on Silver because of a result. I'm, I'm I'm I was the result was
1: is one thing, but it was the this, manner- those decisions... That he made the, the decision right. on the starting eleven. It's,
2: yeah, we looked dis, we looked just we looked disjointed, and we looked tired, and we looked leggy, and that was because there were some very very tired players out there, and that was avoidable, and it's a lesson that he can learn. Yep. And um, as I said, it's not the, the the loss; it's actually the fact that I thought that the performance was preventable if, if Coach Silver had rotated it the way I think he should have done. Okay. He didn't, but he did it tonight,
1: and you saw what happened. Okay, my friend. Let's move on. Let's go to man of the match. Mine, I've already said, is Tosin. How about you? This is a tough one. This is a tough one.
2: Um, it's between Tosin and Shillover for me. Right, um. I'm going to give it to Chaloba. Okay. Uh, Toasting to- 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 is, 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 is as dependable as putting margarine on your toast and jam. You know it's going to taste good, whatever you do. But this was Chaloba's debut, and, and he, he created a penalty. He set up another. He caused a lot of nonsense within midfield. And, and, and if you look at the, his performance versus Kenius, it was night and day. Chaloba's a quality player. And Tosin, we we've come to expect these dependable performances. But Chaluba, you can see the potential for the
1: rest of the season.
2: Yeah, you could with Chalba.
1: You, you could see well, how he fits.
2: But you could. But I'm seeing here that there's been two votes for Aite plus mine, so that's three right now. Russ, we may have a problem because <laughs> because Floyd Floyd is stealing the show. Monsieur Aite is returning. Okay. And by the way, Christian Buckman, and I got to give him a mention. He did mention Mitro and Joe Bryan. I thought Joe Joe was very solid tonight. And I, and I, uh, it's a very difficult situation because I know that Coach Silver wanted to get an extra right back in, and it didn't quite work out. Right. But Robinson is the better left back, but that doesn't make Joe Bryan. A bad play. He's a good player, and he's very and good like at him. this level too. Yes, he is. And and you know, I thought he had a pretty strong game. And I I'd still play him okay. Saturday. Um, I still would because I just I, I like this notion of um, playing players because as when when the trenches get deeper and the weather gets nastier, yeah. you know, we've got to, we've got some mile we've got some mileage and the odometer's running up. And I don't think that's a bad thing if we've got most of the squad.
1: Gyrometer running up. That'll be
2: good for the for the, the, the tougher games later on.
1: Okay, all right. I'm going to share some comments on man of the match, Tosin all day long. You're going to see a lot of Tosin here. Yeah, Tosin was excellent. I've got no, yeah. It's just know. it's nonstop Tosin, and I agree with that because I thought Tosin really neutralized the attack of uh, Birmingham City all day long, all night long. We'll say all night long, not all day long. And I think that he deserves to be. Man of the match. But, you know, I understand why we're talking about Chalaba. I thought Chalaba was great as well.
2: Oh, and so- you know what? Just, Russ, um, Steve Reynolds made, also made a good point here about about Gazaniga, And um, he, he, he puts about, you know, not 100%, but many, including FFC and Yanis on his case. also. I've not been on his case um, per se. Um, I've not been completely convinced of his of his confidence. He did play well tonight, though. Um, he made some good saves. He did, and I'm not. I'm not a sentimentalist that looks at Rodi and he says, "Well, you know, Rodi's playing for Slovakia. He's a starting goalkeeper. You know, he did brilliantly two years ago to get us promoted." I'm. I'm not like that with the, the loyalty piece, but I'm going to say that Coach Silva must have seen something in Gazaniga to say that well, this is the guy that I want. I right. think the fact that he was hardly a starter at Spurs, he's dropping a division, he's come to a new club. New teammates, new culture, new setup, new stadium, new training ground—all that sort of stuff. It takes time. He's looked; he has looked somewhat nervous, but there have been elements of his game that have been pleasing. And I thought tonight he, he gets a, a big plus because he, he made some good saves, um, and um, and that's going to be good. And you know that keepers are confidence <laughs> people. Look at Joe Hart. Would you have said ten years ago Joe Hart will be playing for Celtic?
1: I know, really. that's another story altogether (laughs) okay well Giannis you have a smile on your face I have a smile on my face so it's great that we could do a show right after the match I can't always do it with my schedule so I want to thank everyone who tuned in for our full time show believe it or not we're going to have another full time show after the ready match as well and we have more shows coming up we're going to do another show with Giannis and maybe someone else on Friday another combo show so we have a lot to get through with Cottage Talk. Again, everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening. It means a lot to all of us that you continue to check out Cottage Talk. Ten years into this, you're still coming to watch the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It's your love of film that you come and watch us and listen to us. So we cannot thank you enough for continue to be a part of something that I personally love. So anyways, let's wrap up the show. For Jan Janais, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in.